This episode was brought to you by you and the Patreon subscribers like you. So thank you. Is the music too loud? No, it's perfect. We're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and we're about to get exposed to the horrors of the true world. (laughs) Much like you, my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Almost there. (laughs) Welcome to the Metal Gamers Podcast. Campaign 1, Episode 1. Of Dungeons and Dragons, with David Swanson. Our Dungeon Master. I am your person playing a character. Kyle McLemore, with me today is Michael Greenwell. That is me. Michael McGowan. Gareth Titanton. Joseph Deffybaugh. I'm here. And Josh Goodwin. It's D&D, baby! <laughs> Jesus fuck! We finally did it! <laughs> We're doing some Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, David Swanson is going to be our DM, and the five of us are going to go on a little adventure for you. As, we you, just... as you can see by the title, this is titled David's Quest, because this will be one of several, but we are going to be with David for a while. And we're going to have other uh, DMs that want to help us in our Dungeons and Dragons questing, but we are going to start here. Thank you very much, David, for joining us and uh, help in guiding us on our adventure. David, no matter what happens, you're my favorite DM. Aw. I don't know. Let's but see what I Mitchell cooks up at, for us. I might hate you at some point during <laughs> yeah. this. Now, fuck the DM. Oh, I, I intend I for it. you to. <laughs> so we just wrote up our character sheets, and I believe that we are ready to begin to soak in the lore of what is happening here. Okay. So, first of all, thank you for joining Adventures. Thank you for having us. So, <clears throat> we'll start off with some simple things as far as ex- expectations and rules go. So, whenever it comes to combat and to skill checks, advantage and disadvantage will be something we'll be using a lot of. Case in point, if you're going to do a deception, you have to have a good argument. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, you're not going to be able to tell the guard at the gate that the sky is falling and there's no magic to back that up. There's nothing going on. There... Even with a good role, they're going to look at you like, okay, this person believes what they're saying, and now I'm concerned for you. Right. <laughs> you are now their focus. You're not going to have them, you know, looking up at the sky and checking out what you just told them. Right. Like, it has to make logical sense what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Now, in the same vein, if you have a good argument for what you're trying to do, I'll give you advantage. Right. Okay. If it's something like that, you're probably going to roll with disadvantage. So, dice rolls aren't going to determine everything. You you as a player have to role play and make me believe what so, you're trying to do. Oh, you so believe. you're rewarding the player for creativity. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, speaking of creativity rewards, um, inspiration is a big thing. So, if you do something that role plays well or something that suits your character or the situation, I'll award you inspiration. And what that is is... A one-time-use get-out-of-jail-free card that okay. allows you to use that resource to re-roll a roll. Oh, cool. Okay. Yep. Nice. 
three of um, those already. <laughs> <laughs> None of you start with inspiration. <laughs> oh no, I was talking about luck. <laughs> we actually start with writer's block. <laughs> oh shit. shit. <laughs> so thanks for listening. <laughs> See you next time on session one. <laughs> it's like Attack on t- Titan session one Attack part on t- two. Attack on Titan. No, it's yeah. over now. Attack on Titan has a whole different show. Attack different on community. titties. <laughs> Season four, part seven. <laughs> what game did they uh, censor tit in your name for? Uh, Elden, Elden Ring. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Of all things. Hey, but Monster me, Hunter, it's fine. Meanwhile, I'm running around with shit bucket as my as my palico <laughs> name in Monster Hunter. It's perfectly perfectly fine. Honestly, though, Girth Blankington sounds much more <laughs> ominous than Titanton. Yeah, but Girth is fine. It does. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's just so weird. Okay. Um, getting to combat. We'll be using flanking rules. So you're not familiar with it. Joe, are you familiar with flanking? Uh, attacking from the side or from the back is an advantage. Exactly. Yeah. Um, just get roll, roll advantages. Yeah. Yeah. So I know things. You kind of do. You kind of do. And can we do opportunities of attack when flanking? Uh, if 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 you have, they go to move. So if an opponent tries to move away from you to attack someone else. If they move further than five feet and you have not used a reaction that turn, yes, you get an attack of opportunity for them exiting the combat space, as it were. Uh, What I'm going to do is I'm going to show you something real quick to signify um, flanking. So these two tokens, this is a paladin and a ranger. Here. Thank you. If you guys are on either side here, this is flanking. So if they are engaged with a friendly unit that is in any of these spaces, you have advantage on your attacks against them. Okay. All right. Yep. XCOM rules, baby. Yeah, buddy. I played Divinity. I know how this works. True. (laughs) Genuinely, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's just D and D. Valid. Hello, Tim. Oh God! Oh, no, 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 no! What do I do? What is the lore? Give us the lore! Am I flanking him now? <laughs> I think he flanks wow. you. <laughs> AJ, you have a new job. <laughs> the goddamn cat. Keeping this fucking demon out of the realm. <laughs> the demon. Speaking of the realm, do you want to go into the, this world that you've built? Um, I will in a moment. In actually. about forty-five okay. minutes. Yeah, forty-five <laughs> minutes. There's other things I need to have. Yeah, going. We're, in the, we're in the tutorial, Josh. Hey, God, pe- I'm pe- sorry. That was a great transition. People are here for a reason. Honestly, honestly, it would have been. Yeah, yeah. If you just I, would I get the sit the fuck down, edit that, get DM'd. <laughs> it's all stand. Get DM'd. Stand up so you can sit the fuck down. I was like, mass. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> Consume of my body, child. Oh no! <laughs> Virus and threat protection. <gasps> A message Roll from on, a message, a message from on high. <laughs> right. There you go. Um, Back on track, guys. <laughs> so, character deaths. Um, Elden Ring rules? O- everyone's okay with dying, right? Yes. Yeah. No. I mean, we've all played Elden Ring. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, if it's part and parcel. Character deaths, I think, should be something special. It shouldn't just be something that, okay, it happened. It needs to be a big deal when characters die. Yeah. Because y'all are attached. Hopefully our audience will be attached as well. And it it is going to be a big deal. Um, I'm going to give you a lot of leeway as far as not dying. 
We're going to use the standard um, death saving rolls whenever mm -hmm. you get reduced to zero. Um, stabilizing rules apply as per 5e. Um, I don't know if I want to keep the three rule or if I want something to do with your character's individual constitution modifier, giving you a little bit of a boost. Okay. Somebody with more uh, vitality, I think, might be harder to kill, and I'd kind more. of like to <laughs> Go award on. that. Okay. Is man right. with the highest constitution? <laughs> right. I'm for this. <laughs> so saith the barbarian. Um, so I, I'm against. I count as like five votes. <laughs> Something I want from you guys. What's your constitution? He's like at a 17, I think. 17. Mine too. What? Nice. Battle mage. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, wizards in D and D are ripped. Okay. We, we will get we, <laughs> true. We, we will get into each person's character for names. Looking for sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the part of the I just imagine Steiger the sorcerer ripping off the top part of his robe, just ripped and then casting lightning. Like, <laughs> so why'd you rip Steiger? off the robes? Why'd you do that? Somebody needs to show him that authentic art. Oh, I've seen it. I think I've seen okay. it. Yeah, I think I ripped it off because I have that piccolo spell where I summon clothes. <laughs> <laughs> we will get into each person's character names and classes and stuff later, though. Absolutely. Um, experience and level progression. I want to go over with you guys. I personally don't like the whole you kill a thing, you get experience because that generally creates a party of murder hobos. It always. <laughs> it, it just does. Yeah, it's like, true. Hey, go on. Talk, talk to this NPC. No. How much experience is it worth? Jesus. <laughs> you know? it, it literally happens. Dragon yeah. age. I, think, I think most of us here like to roleplay more than just fight. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so with that being said, I have two proposals for experience and level progression. You Billy One is whenever we reach narrative milestones, everyone levels. I'm pretty sure Matt Mercer does that with Critical Role. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of DMs actually prefer that method. Yeah, I much prefer that. I do too. Okay. What's the second option just to hear it? Um, so the second option is something I did with my subterfuge campaign, which w was... Um, your experience required was three plus your current level, and you gained one experience based off of certain aspects. If you role played well, if you it, like, there were certain boxes that were checked, and on each session you would gain experience according to what uh, okay. milestones first one, you hit. First one. Th that makes sense if it's more seasoned. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I think for the sake of this, first, first one, one bing, for sure. bang, boom, okay. you did yeah. the thing. Perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. Also, and th there's always a chance with the second one that somebody would do something specifically to gain that experience box. So okay. I'm perfectly fine with narration progression. Yeah. Okay. okay. Perfect. Cool. Um, da, 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 da. I'm sorry, guys. You're I've got good. a lot this stuff's yeah, drawn remember out. Remember, the power of editing is also on your Maybe side. Just if you're complaint. listening to this, then you know what you're in for. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> this honestly, is, this, this is, is the enjoyable be... parts of like listening to D&D podcasts on, on my end, personally. This isn't going to be heavily edited, either. Yeah. Honestly. The setup is fun. Yeah, it's gonna. there's going to be background music. Uh, I'm going to change the background music. That's most of what I'm going to be doing. So Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'd like to talk about boundaries. If any of you have personal boundaries... Stay out of my personal space. <laughs> but on a serious note, you guys have a wide and varied audience. Mm. So if there's certain things that you're not comfortable with and you don't feel like talking about it in a group, come to me. And we'll make sure that we don't do that. Personally, okay. I'm not a fan of anything that is non-consensual 
sexual conduct mm-hmm. or interaction. I agree. I'm also yeah. not a big fan of explicit sexual depiction. So yeah. no, it, it's yeah, not interesting it's not anyway. So. Yeah. so no Goblin Slayer episode one. <laughs> no, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's look, and let's and I'm not about to do David does erotic with you. Man, that's the next one. <laughs> Sorry. You've got the voice for it. Oh, and the physique. Well, thank you. Whoops out his people page. cock. Oh, yeah. By the way, our DM, our DM is better than your DM because our DM is a ripped hunk. Yeah. By the way. Oh, my Genuinely. Like, if we ever turn this into a novel, it's David on the cover, shirtless, with a giant sword. And a DM book. Yeah. And also a weapon. <laughs> Uh, great club brings all the boys oh. to the yard. Uh, I love my like, bunga, bunga. <laughs> so it's funny that you mentioned novel because this is a homebrew campaign um, centering around a novel that I am in the process of writing. Hell yeah. So, so are we going to help you or hinder you? <laughs> little column A, little column B. We'll see. Probably a combination thereof. <laughs> so <clears throat> the good news is I don't have everything solidified. Not everything is written on paper. And Riding I do in not, water. In, right? And I do not intend to do a railroad narration. This story is going to be focused on the group here. You guys are what matters for the story. There's just an overarching story that is happening around you at the same time okay. in the world you exist in, That's and cool. you may or may not be a major impact to world events. That's cool. I like that a lot. Okay, okay. interesting. We're just another brick in the wall, man. <laughs> that's, that's You're not sick. always the chosen one. I love that. I feel like next session, yeah. let's uh, let's get some clipboards. Sometimes you're a tarnish yeah. that just didn't yeah. make it. Right. That's my run. <laughs> um, so another thing with tactical combat. We already went over flanking. Cover is something that's going to be important as well. So the cover system, you may not be familiar since 3.5. We didn't do too much of that in depth. Even though they had the rules, we didn't really use it. Mm -hmm. Um, So cover is half cover, three quarters cover, which adds to an enemy's armor class. I played XCOM. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I have spell sniper. It does not matter. There you go. I have radiant spells (laughs) that don't uh, cover doesn't affect. So fuck you. There you go. Taken care of. (laughs) God damn the group. The group versus DM mentality has started already. Uh, <laughs> I'm just a round man. I have um, rage. But it gives bonuses right. to armor class, and that affects us oh, as well. No. Exactly. So we can also take over. Yep. Uh, ambushing is also going to be a thing. So oh. unless you're actively looking for something via perception checks, we're going to be using passive perception. If you don't specify and you're in an area that I have an ambush set up at, you're going to get hit with a surprise round. Likewise, if you have good stealth rolls and you come across a group of enemies, you're going to have a surprise round. All right. And this will be a little team building exercise for everyone. I fucking hate these guys. I know, right? So I'm going to ask each each of you um, what you enjoy in RPGs. And I'm going to ask each of you, what do you think you do well and bring to the table in this? Ooh. So we'll start with Mike. Oh, uh, what I enjoy in RPGs is absolutely uh, the freedom of choice and being able to attack things at, in multiple, uh, it, basically having multiple choices on how to interact with a specific interaction. Uh, any RPG that does that, obviously, is just like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, what am I good at? 
in terms of RPG stuff. Yeah. I'm terrible at coming up with like role playing stuff, but what I am good at is with battle just numbers. Okay. Like, just crunching like tactician numbers. Like I can uh, I can do the battle part very, very good. It's the in between talk that I'm bad Was it at. what you bring to this or what you Um that's the next one, yes. What do you think oh, you bring sorry, to okay. the table here? <clears throat> that's it. Just my battle and numbers. Yeah, my tactile, my tactile mind. Okay, okay. Micah, <clears throat> uh, what I like in RPGs, I like the big uh, moments that make you feel like all the hard work was good. Like those, like when you beat the Elden Ring boss in that last ditch moment, no health. They miss that. They miss the swing, and you get the swing. Like those moments right there, and that those critical moments. <clears throat> And I you feel, like those shaving victories yeah, that are big? Yeah. Okay. And um, I would say what I would bring to the table would be the trying to find all the options. Okay. Yeah. In a given moment, if I have the time. Sometimes you don't have the time. Like you said, sometimes there's going to be those surprise moments. But I would like to think in those moments where like he's ticking down, it's like trying to think of what I'm going to do in the moment. I think I can do those. I think I'll do well. Is that okay. me with like all the formulas yeah. going across yeah. her head. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what I'd like to think I do. Okay, so <laughs> tactics under pressure. Okay, or thinking outside of the box. Given trying to trying to find all the variables, yeah. Okay. Joe? Um, I'm a big fan in RPGs of... Min-maxing? Min-maxing. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's, let's cut the real. shit! Let, Min-max this fucking answer! <laughs> let's please not do that. <laughs> uh, strategy, branching skills... And abilities, and uh, I think I bring utility and some wild card aspects to the table. Yeah, damn sure. I yeah. definitely wild say card, wild card. Sure. They're yeah. Mungo. They're Mungo. <laughs> I think that's utility that's is my, also uh, a good word to. Yeah, that's yeah. my uh, alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> you put on the mask. Nobody cares who I was Fox, before I put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely needs to be a thing. <laughs> uh, if we're talking about like personality things that we bring to the table, I bring the edge, the sad edge. That, <laughs> is, that is very true. <laughs> Got him. Gonna start I bring this, I'm the Sasuke to your Naruto. <laughs> I bring right. the self-inflicted bleeding edge. You're damn right. <laughs> Kyle? Um, I think one of my favorite things about RPGs is exploration and a balance of good combat and good roleplay. Like actually talking to people and like seeing a civilization and learning lore, like every little bit of it. And what I bring to the table is these 3D prints right here. Um, <laughs> they look very nice. But also very just nice. Uh, How meta. thinking outside the box and actually just uh, poking around with like trying to solve a puzzle the way you're not supposed to solve a puzzle. Mm hmm. Is like one of my favorite things to do. Okay. Also, you know, support. Huh. Emotional formula, support. But got the same result. You are very supportive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Josh? I, I think the thing that I like most about RPGs, uh, and some of you probably already said something similar, but I like trying to think of things that no one maybe had thought of yet. I love games with build variety and experimentation. Uh, that's what attracted me to, to Magic, Magic the Gathering. I love deck building more than I like playing the game. Because I, yeah. I like to build, you know, well-oiled machines. You like the meta might, game, yeah. That might interact in ways that you may not have thought of. I, I do, I, I do enjoy that. I um, too enjoy playing solitaire with my magic. Yeah. So <laughs> I, again, like like Kyle said, I, I like to think outside of the box and then approach situations creatively and maybe in ways no one thought of. Except and, if you notice, he said what I said. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. David's, what David's David having to write down is like, I'm going to have to break the fourth and fifth and seventh <laughs> dimension to get these guys to not he think writes, of shit. He writes yep. down things outside of the box for Kyle. He writes down copycat for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> he writes a square two next to yeah. what Kyle said. <laughs> Trick question. I actually just go with the meta. <laughs> Little did you know, I just wrote critical thinking once and then an arrow down for all of <laughs> and, uh, Pretty much. As far as as, as far as what I bring to the table, I believe I bring a sense of grandeur and theater and roleplay yeah, to inspire my fellow players. Yeah, voice not acting. Wrong. Yeah. Just voice acting. I also yeah. believe that I make this entertaining for the listener. <laughs> Cut that last part out. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I done goofed. No, I fully encourage any voices you want to do, any sort of theatrics. It makes shit fun. It makes shit interesting, and it kind of helps some people shake the rust off. Yeah, Josh plays all the guards. <laughs> stop right there! Huh. Well, speaking hey, of series you of should pops. stop! <laughs> <laughs> all the guards are dumb in this world. I blame the schools. Thank God. <laughs> guard system. number one. Guard number two. Only Our- went to guard school. <laughs> what is it? Dragons? <laughs> My brother's out fighting dragons, and what do I have? God duty. <laughs> so you get no, to stay alive. <laughs> there are no funds in public coffers for public education. <laughs> so, I guess what we should go ahead and do is do character introductions. So, let's go ahead and start on the opposite side of the room. Josh, tell us about your character. It's going to be car- kind of hard to introduce my character without doing it in-game. Perfectly fine. How now, about just now. a brief um, name class, to the audience? Dick size. Yes, your character's name, which, okay. oh, what you'll shit. be playing, the that name, type of thing. The name we'll get to. Um, I'm <laughs> okay. not, not that I, not that mystique. I, not that I don't have it figured out. We'll just get there. Uh, I'm a human barbarian. I am covered in tattoos from hands all the way up, the everywhere visible. There's very symbolic, uh, almost tribal-looking tattoos. Um, okay. Uh, I'm very strong. (laughs) (laughs) Bunga. And I can't stress this enough. Bunga. Yeah. Honestly, I can't get into too much more without being in character and and, and all of that. (laughs) Okay, here we go. That's perfectly fine. This is more of a (laughs) introduction for you and what you'll be playing for the audience, essentially. Yep. So we don't have to break any of that. Yep. I like to be, I like big, beefy, tanky characters that are hard to kill. And that's what I've made here. Absolutely. All right, Kyle. I am Steiger the Sorcerer, as you may well know. <laughs> I have been in many games before, and I am even on the Twitch. Um, <laughs> I have traveled many different dimensions, and I have found this to be one of my first memories that I've actually accomplished. So I am a sorcerer class. I have wild magics. I was raised by a blacksmith, and now I'm on many misadventures with these fuckers. Joe? I am uh, Belladren the Subtle. Most people just say, who's that fella? (laughs) (laughs) If they see me. Uh, You know, my ideals are my own. Don't look into it. I like it. Micah? I am Girth Titanton. Uh, (laughs) I am a paladin. Um... I don't know. Renowned for his wide size. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have much. He's else. Dave, I don't, he's <laughs> I don't have like much of a character detail or anything yet in my head. 
I'm still trying to figure some of that out. That's perfectly fine. Learning okay. your character introduction and what class you're playing and your race is just fine. Yeah, human. Yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't say thief. Yeah, it's all right. We're it's all human. We, Sorry. We yeah. all understand that you're a rogue, Joe. Uh, don't worry about it. We no expect nothing there. else. Mike? Uh, I would normally play a ranger, but today I'm doing something very different. I am Mythal Soberdeer. I am a very atheist cleric. <laughs> <laughs> atheist to the point where it wraps back around to faith, right? Yes. Yeah, of course you theory. Atheist. He believes in his belief of nothing. Ah. I believe so hard in nothing that it actually is something. <laughs> By the power of nihilism. Exactly. He, keeps trying to, he keeps trying to prove that miracles aren't real and they keep happening. Exactly. By, exactly. By the it, power vested in me by me, me. <laughs> and my, of my belief in me <laughs> I bet nothing will happen I feel like you're going to be able to like gonna, KO Ken times 5 yeah, on yourself I'm in a sacred flame and be like hail yourself <laughs> someone behind you a necromancer hail Satan <laughs> I, I do dabble in necromancy because healing is the same either way I'm either doing it now or after you're dead. <laughs> Necromancers are just healers who got there too late. Late healers. <laughs> late healer. And, uh, oh my god. Brings a whole new meaning to raising a family. Oh uh, true neutral. So. Hey, it's oh, only yeah. hard to raise a family if they're buried far apart. True. So, but, oh, yeah. we need, but we needed a support healer, so that's going to be oh, me. Yeah, I'm going to battle cleric this shit. Uh, alignments, yeah. I'm chaotic good. Okay. So just whatever I believe is good, I do. Yep. Oh no. Perfect. I'm also chaotic good. I'm also that's chaotic fun. good. <laughs> Huh. Chaotic neutral. <laughs> all right. Oh, true no. neutral. True wow. Neutral. Okay. Okay. All right. This, all right. this is a good spread. This this is it? Hey, we're hey, three hey. the same fucking thing. So we're, we got... we're 25 shades of gray here. <laughs> well, there's no evil. There's no. So uh, we've got chaotic yeah, no good, evil. That's and good. No which awful. means y'all are pretty much. You err on the side of good, but you'll go through whatever means you can justify to accomplish that. Good Even overthrowing right. the law. Right. Uh, I think I think Robin Hood is a good example of chaotic good. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, chaotic neutral is more Jack Sparrow. Um, you, 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 and me. And if that doesn't align, well, fuck that guy. Yeah. Then me. Yeah. I'm also chaotic because I don't know if I mentioned this, but I have wild magic. So my yeah. magic could just fucking do some shit. I don't know what it's gonna do. Yeah. Put that thing it's gonna away. be a lot of fun. <laughs> Put that thing back where oh, no, it came from, Morsa. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he's pulling his cock out. <laughs> That's the wild magic. And then true neutral, you I have... Swing no direction. Yeah. Basically, Mike has his way, and that's it. Like, he, know, he's man, not gonna go here. anywhere else. I'll have the soup. <laughs> Pea soup. This is a salad did, restaurant. Which one did you choose, Micah, for your alignment? Chaotic good. Chaotic good. Unless that was that the right way to go? Um, usually a paladin errs on lawful, but yeah. I mean we'll we'll get there. Okay. I guess we'll kind of figure out how we end up playing it too. Yeah, he's, he's that also, may just adjust depending it's up on to what your, we do. Something that can backstory. play into it is you can kinda of like find yourself. Yeah. You yeah. know? And that's definitely what it's gonna be for Micah's character. Which um, I think is uh but has yeah, a lot we'll, of room for potential. We'll get there. Okay. He, he has an interesting backstory. I, I will say before we even delve into this world, listeners, each and every one of these players has an intrinsically complex backstory. And I am proud as a friend and a DM of each one of these guys developing an interesting character both to play and for your entertainment. Oh, I disagree. Mine was super broad. Took about three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> You're with, just lying with the exception of Joe. <laughs> with make the it, exception of Joe. He's make, just Jack Sparrow. Make a deception check, Joe. 
with <laughs> advantage. <laughs> Here's, a, Here's a natural 20. All right. Make a deception check on that. You didn't roll anything. I uh, already did. <laughs> oh, he's gaslighting. Oh, <laughs> did you that think he does? Oh, is gaslighting a feet now? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, look at that. Oh, <laughs> Greater this gaslighting. Proficient gaslighting. in gaslighting. <laughs> Greater gaslighting. You guys smell propane? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Gaslight's off. At this point, we'll go ahead and talk about the world these characters are going to be inserted into or have grown into in most of your cases (laughs) foreshadowing (laughs) (laughs) so this world is the world of New Midgard it's been about 500 years since the events of Ragnarok the end of the world the war of the gods has come and went most of the gods and divine deities have died during the course of this war. <clears throat> as foretold by prophecy, Baldur has returned from hell and assumed his seat as king of the gods. And utilizing the divine energies left over from the war-torn Midgur, he and those gods remaining have melded the realms into one world. New Midgur. With this, the surviving members of humanity find themselves on a new and alien world since theirs was destroyed. (laughs) With this, however, this benefits the human race, but the other races of dwarves, elves, and other are also now stripped from their vibrant, thriving homes to this new alien world. Resources will be fought over. Territories will be disputed. And humanity is not a welcome presence. This just got really difficult. (laughs) (laughs) We're all humans. We're all humans. We're all basic. No disputes here. Now, (laughs) what colors are hats? Humanity's number one. (laughs) Now, with that being said, it's been about 500 years since these events. Those gods that survived have gone into a deep slumber to regain their divine powers. But not before offering a sliver of their divinity to a couple lines of humanity. This to ensure that the human race had a chance to rebuild in a otherwise hostile world. This created a lineage of divine kings. The world in which you, adventurers, find yourselves in is currently engulfed in a heated three-sided war between the kingdom of Lichthausen which is one of those divine lineages. The Empire of Britannia and the Sylvanar Dynasty. They sound like a bunch of pricks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like those guys already. Yeah, fuck them. As you shouldn't, because the Sylvanar Dynasty is a kingdom of elves who has become xenophobic and who has increasing hostilities towards xenomorphs 
<laughs> the race of men. Oh, oh great. I don't know what xenophobia is. So I just know I don't like it. <laughs> that sounds very hate-filled. <laughs> Correct. What was the first one? Uh, kingdom? Yeah. The Kingdom of Lighthausen. Okay. Or, in native tongue, Lichthausen. But we'll just keep it simple. Lighthausen. If you played Ragnarok, Lighthouse. you would have known that. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Josh. <laughs> Where do you think they got their name from? You have disadvantage on your first roll. Fuck! <laughs> uh, oh, it's happening. I'd, uh, I'd this like, is it? I'd like to fight Josh. Um, make him roll. All right, I'm going to tie my shoe first. What I got to roll for that, right? <laughs> Critical failure, dead. <laughs> you trip, fall, hit your temple. The end of your story. Right. Now, that being said, 500 years is a long time for humanity to rebuild. Not so much for divine beings who have a different concept of time. With the death of so many gods and powerful entities, there's a power vacuum. And as such, new gods are forming. New beings are rising to godhood daily, weekly. Some gods are unknown. So this is definitely an age of discovery, of potential, and of unrest. That brings us <clears throat> to a coalition that doesn't discriminate between race or origin, background or upbringing. The League of Adventurers is spread across all kingdoms. It is a guild of neutrality with the sole purpose of a better life and a betterment of all beings. They don't work for free, but they are working towards a common good overall throughout the world. Each of you are members of this guild. You have undergone an apprenticeship with an experienced adventurer. And your metal has been tested. You've proven your worth. And you have since graduated beyond that state of initiate. Finally, I graduated <clears throat> something. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's going to be so stoked when she hears this. <laughs> Mom, I, Mom did I did it! <laughs> we'll get some kids to color your diploma for you. Yeah! <laughs> Fuck yes. But with that... <laughs> You're all on an assignment in a small but prosperous border town of Umbermill. This town has grown up quickly since a certain family innovated a water mill utilizing the waterfall nearby. Bated breath. <laughs> <clears throat> so, you five find yourselves waiting in a dimly lit room. That smells slightly of incense. In this small town guild hall, some of you have traveled weeks, some days. And some, not so far away from here. You grew up in another town. And that is where we will end tonight's session. 
If you want to hear the rest of this, go to the Patreon. <laughs> well, this is this is going to be... This episode is going to be free and on the Patreon. Patreon is going to get it early. Every episode after this will not be. Right, thank you very much, David. I'm very excited to continue our adventure next time on episode two of the Metal Gamers Podcast. Episode one? This is episode yes. zero. Beggars can't be choosers. A hole's a hole. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>